And welcome back to Pick Your Poison Bowl Season Part 2. This is your host, Pullman Profiteer, with my co-host, Reds Bagman, and junior analyst of picks, Boomer himself, after a great week of picking games. We are back to give you more locks. I hope you put $50 down on every game we just said. I'm assuming so, we went undefeated in the first first. We're slot. up so much money right now. I honestly am going to go buy second Christmas. I'm going to go treat New Year's as Christmas and buy all I'm my... I'm going to go buy everyone in my family even more gifts because I won so much money on the first 20 games that we just gave y'all. So much money, but before so we go... So much money, I don't give a fuck about the 401k I lost. No one remembers that anymore, but regardless... You lose it when it never was started. You can go straight to this. This time of year, you got to remember your first responders, and that brings you to the first responders. Bowl! Western Kentucky versus Western Michigan. Michigan Western Michigan getting three and a half points. Over under 52 bags. So, What's your input? Yeah, the Western versus Western. Western Kentucky versus Western Michigan. Let me give you all a quick recap of the first responders bowl ever since last year of 2018. So last year was the first First Responders Bowl. It was previously the Heart of Dallas Bowl. Uh, Last year's First Responders Bowl was actually canceled due to lightning. So it was 7-0. I think Boston College was winning 7-0 before it got canceled due to lightning. So that's an under. The biggest goal in a first responder is to get that response time down as low as possible, as low, low, low as possible in that response time to the scene of the accident. Love the under here. Western versus Western, 52. Way too many points for a first responders bowl. They love the under as first responders. The gods even love the under because they canceled the game after even one team scored a touchdown. Starting at 11.30 in the morning, that screams under. 52 points, way too high for a Western versus Western game. I love it, I love it, I love it. Pullman, what do you think? Yeah, that's what we call a little spaghetti western right here in Dallas. Uh, if this is filmed in the 1920s, there would probably be someone smoking some Marlboro Reds. Ooh. Uh, this is actually the one bowl game this season I had the over on. So Whoa! opposite of you, it's for the troops. You're going to put a show on for the troops. I also love Western Michigan and getting three and a half here. Give me Michigan. Give me the three and a half. Over 52. No! Love it. Respect the troops. Respect the the tr- they're going to score points for the troops. Nope, they're going to respect the troops and say low. Junior analyst, who do you have? Uh, this is a coin flip for me. I took uh, Western Kentucky uh, minus three flip. and a half. I took the flip. Point. Yeah, I did the coin flip. Uh, for any games that were going forward, I'm just doing a coin flip that I just don't give a fuck about. So I'll take Western Kentucky here. That's why he's a junior analyst, folks. So our next game is the Music City Bowl in Nashville. Mississippi State versus Louisville. Mississippi State is a four-point favorite, over/under of 62. Mississippi State's going to be feeling right at home in that boot scooting boogie, honky tonk. Not so fast, my friend. Honky tonk. Not so fast, my friend, because I'll tell you something about State's home field advantage here. A. Louisville short drive from I-65 down. B. Music City Bowl preemptively <clears throat> banned cowbells. Ooh. Banned cowbells. My city said. Uh, we do yes. not want that redneck, white trash shit in our stadium. No noise. The first time, making. the first time Nashville's ever said anything about not wanting rednecks there. No rednecks, no noise. First time ever Nissan Stadium said anything like that. I love the under sixty-two here. I think State without the Cowboys, cowbells are going to be lost. I think Louisville's offense sucks. I hate the AEC. Under sixty-two, hammer two-unit play. Love State here as well. Louisville ranks one hundred and fifteenth in rush defense. Mississippi State can only run the ball. They literally cannot throw the ball. All they can do is run the ball. They were running up Louisville's throats here. Mississippi State minus four is easy money. Boomer. 
Uh, well, I mean, State, they also lost their their best running back. He already declared to— Bill? Uh, yes. Oh, Lord. He, he already declared to the draft. Recrush um, my numbers then. Uh, chaos, maybe. I don't know. But I still—one thing I do know is that Mississippi State is a better team. Moorhead has more to coach for. He is fucking—I mean, he's already on hot ice. Like, it, it's— a hot mere, ice? Uh, Thinning what, ice. Thinning ice, warm ice, uh, cold ice, ice, whatever the fucking type of ice you like. Wait, hot ice, those are the condoms you have in your drawer, yes, right? Yes, <laughs> and, 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 and those are the kind that Moorhead's probably never used in his fucking life. He is he is a pussy, and he does not, but he he realizes, though, that this game means a lot. Because, I mean, six and six and seven, seven and six, that's a big difference in Mississippi State, State fans. fans. Yeah, yes, big yeah. Deal. A uh, bunch of losers. But uh, let's move on to the next game. All right, so next we got the Red Box Bowl. We got Cal versus Illinois. Illinois is catching seven, seven points over under set at you might 43. Be, you might be wanting to go to Red Box instead of watching this game. You might be wanting to go to Red Box and run a movie instead of watching Cal versus Illinois here. But to the betting public, people will forget Chase Garber, starting quarterback for Cal, he was uh, he got hurt in the Ole Miss game. He lit Ole Miss up in the first three quarters for a billion points, throwing all over the field against Ole Miss's shitty secondary. Was he's that the be- same year? This was yeah, that was earlier that is, this year. That's amazing. He was he's been hurt for the rest of the year. They haven't looked the same. They haven't been the same team. They were ranked when they played Ole Miss before he got hurt. They were four and zero going into that game. He is back and healthy, playing his first game since then. So I think they're gonna be they're gonna rally around their quarterback. He's gonna be slinging the ball over the field here. I like Cal in the Red Box Bowl. I think it's in California. I think it's right outside Santa of San Clara, Francisco. Yeah. San Francisco, yeah, 49ers so, Stadium. Exactly. So in in Cal country there. So I, I like Cal giving up seven here, seven point favorite. I'll take the uh, Chase Garbers being back and fully healthy. Pullman, what do you think? Yeah, uh, I'm taking the under here. This is one of my two unders. I think K. Austin Zeus in this bowl game. Love Even you. with the start, I just said the starting quarterback's back. Yeah, and you're still taking the under. You know who hates Let's points. You know who hates points more than anyone else on the this cheese planet. The Cheez It Bowl. The Cheez It Bowl. You know who hates points more on this planet than the Cheez It Bowl? Who? Lovey Smith. Oh, that's true. Who is coaching Illinois? Lovey Smith. Take the under. Hammer forty three. Love it. Love it. Love it. Cal. I don't care if they have their quarterback back. He'll probably be so baked on uh, some fresh uh, weed from coming back. That OG Kush. That OG Kush. That straight San Fran breeze. Love the under. So our next game is the Orange Bowl in Miami with the home state team, the number nine Florida Gators, eight o'clock on ESPN versus the number twenty-four Virginia Commodores. Florida favored by fourteen here, over under a fifty-four. I don't have much written down for this game, but Virginia's a fraud and Florida is a good team playing in their home state. Dan Mullen's a better coach than uh, what's the Virginia head coach? Um, uh, great name. Uh, Who's that? Oh, Tony Bronco, Bennett. Bronco Mendenhall. Tony Bennett. He's the, uh, he's Bennett. the basketball coach. Mm-hmm. Tony Bennett. He'll be running the uh, Dan Mullen better box coach than, one. Yeah, Dan Mullen better coach than Tony Bennett. Tony Bennett runs a zone defense. Dan Mullen knows how to exploit a zone defense all day. He'll be shooting threes from the from the 50-yard line, dunking on them left and right. I like Florida here, laying the 14. They're a better team. They're going to run the score up big time. Uh, Dan Mullen, 6-2 and two all-time in bowl games. And also, Dan Mullen needs this win because this has kind of been a disappointing uh, season. They're for, ten and two. They're ten and two. And they're in the orange. I understand, but it's they're still in a, they're in a BCS game. So, so do you think most Florida yes, fans? Yes, they're happy. Yeah. No, 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 yes. no. That I have inside sources. Shout out to Will Robertson. 
Uh, no, they're not happy. They feel like they're, right, they, I'm gonna, had, I'm a, gonna, they I, had a much higher ceiling. I'm gonna than cut what our analyst. I'm gonna cut our analyst's mic right there. Florida, they'll love to be in this game. Virginia's a fraud. All they beat all year is Tech. Tech had nothing really, and honestly, Tech was making a push to come back. And Tech didn't have a throwing quarterback. I love Florida here. I don't care. If we're giving up 14. Love it. The we also reached fans. the same fucking conclusion. Uh, I love Dan Mullen here. He's gonna fucking whip their ass, Florida. Next game, ooh, we got a little day before New Year's Eve games. Uh, first, 11 a.m. Eastern on ESPN, Kentucky playing Virginia Tech this in is, the Bell This Bowl. is New Year's Eve. This is New Year's Eve. New Year's Eve day. Charlotte, never forget Jerry Richardson Stadium with the Panthers, the giant balls out front. I heard they call it Barlet because of how much Xanax they have in the stadium. Ooh, I love it. Well, what do you have at Barlet? So this is Virginia Tech versus Kentucky. Virginia Tech minus three here. Bud Foster, as the defensive coordinator for Vitek, going up against a third-string starting quarterback that actually started off the season as a wide receiver. I'll take that matchup anytime I can. Bud Foster's going to way outmatch the offense for Kentucky. They're not going to know how to score against against Bud Foster. I like the under of 47. That's way too high, but I also love Virginia Tech minus three here. Yeah, I love. Uh, I'm on the opposite side. I like Kentucky. We've heard all year about third-string quarterback, but how many reps before you're actually a quarterback? I believe it's about four games. I like him here. Like I said earlier, I think the ACC is a bunch of frauds. Give me Kentucky. Give me that defense. Virginia Tech won't score. One of my favorite bowl, te- bowl name games is next. The Tony the Tiger Sun Bowl. Arizona State giving up four and a half to Florida State. Florida State's in a bit of a turmoil after firing their head coach, Willie Taggart, after a couple seasons, hiring the Memphis head coach, Mike Norvell. They're, he's still getting uh, love letters from people here in Memphis, from all the uh, Memphis media outlets. I think, I, think, over I think Chris Vernon and uh, and Jeff Calkins has, has sent them 18 Christmas cards. How many blowjobs do you think they've given them? Let's not, uh, Mike Norvell's a little problematic with that. Let's not slut shame. Mike Norvell is a little problematic with that. But I love Arizona State here. Florida State has an interim head coach, offensive coordinator, and defensive coordinator running this game. And I heard from a little birdie that in practice this week, Mike Norvell and his new offensive coordinator and defensive coordinator they're going to be replacing the current OC and DC that are coaching this game were observing practice. It's an awkward scene in Florida State. The whole, the whole staff's getting out that is coaching this game. It's a it's a weird scene for the whole Florida State team. They don't know what to think about it all. I like Herm Edwards and Arizona State giving up four and a half in their home state of the Sun Bowl. Boomer. I, I love Herm Edwards here. No, that's simple as that. I'm going to take, take an Arizona State minus four and a half. Yeah, I'm retweeting what Bagman said. Interim's everywhere. They don't know who their D.C. Their D.C. might as well be a fucking D-line coach at this point. Their O.C. might be a G.A. I don't know. Uh, give me Arizona State. Arizona State has never not coached up for a bowl game. When you give them a month to prepare, give me Herm Edwards. You play to win the game. Next. Liberty, Liberty bowl. bowl, 9-0-1. Actually, if you look in the stands, you'll see uh, one of the banner sponsors. Uh, you got to look north in section 203 in the very left corner. There's a sticker there. Pick your poison pod. Um, but for the bowl game, we got number 23 Navy as a – Two and a half point favorite against Kansas State on ESPN over under fifty two, Boomer. My thoughts are that I don't have many thoughts about this game, but what I will do is I love the troops. I will roll with the troops. I'll take Navy here. I'll take uh, minus two and a half points. Don't really give that much of a shit. 
uh, Bagman. So yeah, people forget Navy just played last week against Army. They haven't. They've been preparing for Army in the uh, in the Commander in Chief Bowl. So at the link, people forget that. People forget at the link, and it went under like every game at the link does. Kansas State's had two extra weeks to prepare here. Navy played Army last week. They focused all their heart and souls into beating the shit out of Army like they did. I'll take the underdog here, and I'll take them outright on a money line. I love Kansas State getting a little bit of more time to prepare with a very good head coach that knows how to win. Yeah, uh, so Kansas State is addicted to playing the South at this point. They love coming down here. They're going to fill out the bowl probably better than Memphis did all season, including for their championship game. Give me Kansas State. Love it. And next... Arizona Bowl, my favorite team, my home state, Wyoming, hosting Georgia State in the Arizona Bowl. Bagman, who do you got? So Georgia State plus seven and a half. So yeah, I people forget this week one here. Uh, this was the like the underdog darling game of, from week one. Wyoming beat Missouri in week one, and then Georgia State beat Tennessee in week one. Both teams are riding high. Now they're playing each other in a bowl game here in Arizona. A little bit of a weird matchup with both teams coming back, coming full circle from the beginning of the season to now. I like Wyoming here. Wyoming coming all the way down from Laramie. It's a weird weird game, but Georgia State's traveling even further. I'll take the favorite here. I don't know much about either one of these teams, but I'll take the favorite and lay the seven points. Pullman. Yeah, uh, if you guys can't tell, unless you're on our premium uh, page. I'm currently wearing a Jackson Hole Wyoming sweatshirt, but hold on. I'm not taking my Cowboys right here with the points because I absolutely love the over 49 here. I think this is going to be a points galore. I don't know why it said at 49. Could have told me 59 and still take the over. Love it. On CBS, yep. we're going to see Gary and them just spooning over points, and I absolutely love it. Yeah, let me tell that as well. I love that over. But Next game, the Alamo Bowl, 730 on ESPN on that Beautiful Tuesday evening on uh, New Year's Eve when you're gearing up for for the big ball drop on New Year's night. Number 11, Utah versus Texas in Texas. Texas is a a 7.5-point underdog against the number 11 Utes. I love Texas here. Tom Herman loves playing that underdog card. He's uh, 11-4 as an underdog as the Texas head coach. Tom Herman loves being an underdog, especially in the home state of Texas. I'll take the home team, technically, in the home state. Tom Herman, underdog. Uh, do, do you uh, remember a little ship called the Titanic? Mm-hmm. And do you remember how like uh, it first started flooding and part of the Titanic, whatever, and then, and then eventually sunk the entire ship? Yeah. I think water always finds its level... Tom Herman as an underdog, I think it's an overrated stat. Give me Utah. I'll give up the seven and a half. I think they win by ten points easy. Utah's head coach is ten and two in bowl games, so that's another little stat to follow there. Yeah, I, I'm. Well, you don't need to fluff my dick now. I mean, I'm. I'm, I'm trying to give you some. I'm trying to give you something. You don't have besides, to fluff me. Un- but uh, unfortunately, I'm on our uh, junior analyst side. I love Utah here. I think Texas is a little overrated. And I think Tom Herman's kind of fighting against the team. He thought, oh, we'll slip to the Alamo Bowl. We won't get anyone great. No, you get fucking great-ass Utah. They're going to run up the score on them. Uh, I don't think Texas will be able to score on this. And this, my friends, leads us to New Year's Day. But before that, we got a little ad for you for New Year's Day. Are you hungover as shit? You regretting your life's decisions? 
you're thinking, wow, did I really bring home that four last night? Well, Postmates is here for you. That's right. Enter the promo code POISON to Postmates, and you'll get a free delivery and free crystal sackful for your troubles. That's right. Postmates is here for day one, year one of the new decade to bring you crystals. Wow, free crystal on game day. What a, what a steal there. Thank you, Postmates. Thank you, Pullman, for that nice ad read. So once you get your uh, free sack full there on, on New Year's Day, you're going to wake up to a nice noon kickoff of the Outback Bowl. Number 18, Minnesota, versus number 12, Auburn. Auburn laying 7 points, 7 point favorite over under a 53. Pullman, what do you got? Yeah, uh, love Auburn here. Um, I think Minnesota's a great team, but what we saw from Wisconsin, they can't stop the run. Uh, especially from a team that's committed to it. I think Bo Nix is pretty much going to sit there probably only throw about 15 times today for that day. Uh, Outback Bowl. Also, I'm going to preface this, though. Whoever has the Bloomin' Onion on their side, if it's with Minnesota, no, my bet. My bet. However, if Auburn has the Bloomin' Onion side, this is a three-unit play on Auburn. So it's a three-or-nothing game depending on who has the Bloomin' Onion. That'll be determined game time. But if Auburn has the Blooming Onion, take them three units. If not, stay away from this game. Sleep in a little. You don't have to wake up. It's New Year's Day. Just sleep in. Eat that crystal, baby. We got it for you for free. Bags? Yeah, so everything in my heart and soul says to take Auburn. This seems like too easy of a bet. Every like prognosticator I've seen has taken Auburn, including Pullman here. But this is Minnesota's biggest bowl game in like a million years. The they did win two years. national championships in the 60s. Yeah, but so did Ole Miss, so who cares. Um, I like Minnesota here. I know it's like a, I think I feel like this is a trap game. Everything in my heart and soul says to take Auburn. Their top draft picks are all coming back and playing for this game. So I, I, there's really no reason to take Minnesota besides the fact that it's too easy to take Auburn. So for that reason, I'm going to take Minnesota. Boomer. And see, I see this as a double trap game. So it's so easy to take Auburn. So, in your mind, you're like, oh, fuck, let's just take Minnesota. But then I'm like, oh, wait, no, that's exactly what they want me to do. And you know what? I'm not a part of the system. I'm not part of the machine. Fuck all that. I'm going to take Auburn. I'm going to take minus seven points. We're going to roll on that, and we're going to fucking cash in some big winners. Damn, you took my theory and just took it one nth degree yes. further. Have you ever seen The Matrix? He That's has exactly what it is. He has. This is this is a this is a Black Mirror episode. It's exactly that, what they want you to do. You're doing exactly do. what they want you to do. They should write a Black Mirror about this episode. Next game and uh, also at, at noon on. Uh, it's weird that they put Auburn and Bama both at the same time on the same day. A little conspiracy theory going on there. Uh, ESPN versus ABC. Oh, both Disney companies. Even weirder. Anyway, Citrus Bowl, number thirteen Dang Alabama mouse. versus number fourteen Michigan. I call this the uh, the satellite camp bowl. Harbin, uh, <laughs> Harbin, Saban versus Harbaugh. Michigan getting seven points. Alabama favored by seven. Over under fifty nine. I love the over here. This is way too many points. Alabama's defense sucks. Alabama's offense scores a bajillion points. You saw this against Auburn in the Iron Bowl. That that total ended up at like eighty five points. I love this over here. Shea Patterson can throw it against Bama. He's done it before. I like over here. Bama's going to throw it all over the yard. I think they cover the seven, maybe, but I definitely love the over Pullman. Yeah, uh, normally I hate Bama against in games that are meaningless, and i.e. meaningless anything, not playoffs or national championship. However, though, I'm taking Bama here. I think they have too much pride. Uh, they have too many players coming back who want to win a national championship. I think they're going to show up in this game. I think they're going to kick Harbaugh's teeth in. This could be his last game in Michigan after the ass beating he takes here. Love Bama. 
Saban hates Harbaugh, so he probably wants to kick the teeth in. Well, so, so, see, unlike okay. a normal bowl game where you really just don't give a shit. Well, well so, so if you go back and look at like all of the bowl games that Bama's lost, it's been to like kind of a like Utah or, or like teams that are kind of yes. like irrelevant. Yes. But instead, this is a big time yes. team, like a big time fucking coach. Like I mean, like Harbaugh is up there is like. Granted, he has not produced the results as these other like. But name brand. But na- name brand, he is top five coach. No, no doubt about that. So I, I feel like this is like, almost it's more for like recruiting. It's like, hey, like, you know, if you lose to Utah, whatever, like we didn't give a fuck. I'm gonna recruit but, but, you. But, but it's no, uh, you lost to Jim Harbaugh and he kicked the fuck out of you, and Saban's gonna say fuck no, I'm gonna win this game. I, I, I think, I think they win this game in convincing fashion. Please, pleaser. Yes, I, I would consider a pleaser on this. Like I, I think they will win by seventeen points, easy. I love it. I love it. This is the first, uh, the first actual contribution that Boomers made to the podcast in this, in this a, episode. As, a, as an analyst, as, well, as, you might get promoted to senior analyst. Uh, let's not get too far ahead of ourselves. He just got promoted to junior analyst. That is true. Next game, Rose Bowl, the granddaddy of them all. Number six, Oregon, playing number eight, Wisconsin. Wisconsin, two and a half point favorite, over under fifty one. Boomer. Who do you have? I'm big time, big time on Oregon here. I think Oregon is going to be able to throw the ball around on them. Honestly, Wisconsin has not shown they they've not shown any ability to stop people from throwing it on them. Granted, I mean they they did have a good first half against Ohio State. That was impressive, but good second half. Yeah, yeah, but it's really how you finish the fucking game. They did not. They were not able to close it. It was. It was very. It's very easy for uh, Ohio State coaches to realize. Like, okay, this is how we can pick them apart. And I think the same exact plan. After a month of planning, I think Oregon's gonna be able to do the same exact thing. I. I don't. I don't like that pick. I don't really like that pick. I fucking love that pick. I fucking love it. I love Oregon here. They're tenth in the nation in rush defense, and only, the only thing Wisconsin can do is run the ball. I love Oregon here. Justin Herbert going out on his senior night as a winner here in his uh, in the Rose Bowl. That's all he's ever dreamed of playing in the Rose Bowl. They beat they beat uh, Utah to get to this bowl game. It's a huge game for them. Mario Cristobal is going to have his team prepared. Their defense is very salty. Wisconsin kind of owns the Rose Bowl. They their coach loves this game. They're a, a red team. It looks very good in the Rose Bowl. This is a Rose Bowl color game. It's a beautiful Rose Bowl color color game. The green versus the red. But I love Oregon here. Like I said, tenth against the rush. Justin Herbert going out on top. He's going to be a, a top ten draft pick in the NFL draft. Pullman. Yeah. So when I was boots on the ground in Oregon, um, fun fact, I was hearing some Oregon fans kind of whispering around saying. Man, I hope we lose one more game so that way, and we can win the Pac-12 so we don't have to go play LSU or we don't have to go play Ohio State. We can just go to the Rose Bowl, hang out, hang another Rose Bowl banner up. This is Oregon's national championship. They love They love this shit. They are addicted to not winning the national championship, ending the season ranked in the top five with a Rose Bowl. That is Oregon's GMO right there. They'll probably bring out the shiniest, cult, most colorful uniforms they have and showcase the full Oregon brand. It'll be, it, it'll, it, this is a consensus pick on the podcast. Oregon's also bringing back a lot of their injured linebackers and DBs for this game. Uh, they were kind of missing at the back end of the season. They still produce without them, but now they'll have more depth. Uh, I think they'll be able to combat that aggressive Wisconsin run. 
like we were saying. And they're great against the run, even without a lot of the talent there. They have all the talent here. Herbert shows out. It's crazy they're an underdog. Like, two and a half points, that's 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 a lot of points. As Like, I think they're going to win outright, but it's weird that they're an underdog in in on the West Coast as a higher-ranked team. I love it. And next game, we got the Sugar Bowl. But before I jump to that, I just want to say this. Sugar Bowl announced their first ever Sugar Bowl Hall of Fame. And in it, they announced one coach. And you know what one coach that was? The legendary Johnny Vaught. Lord. Our Lord and Savior. Um, before Kiffin era, obviously. First ever coach introduced the Rose Bowl, or excuse me, the Sugar Bowl Hall of Fame. Greatest coach of all time. That'll be concluded with a terrible game of number five Georgia. Seven and a half point favor against number seven Baylor. Baylor kind of had the wheels fall off to OU. That's all they really lost to all year. No input on this yet. I'll throw it first, though, to my co-host, Bags. So, yeah, this is a low total here. Baylor's a seven and a half point underdog. The total is at 42. So they're expecting a very sloppy, a very low-scoring game here in the Sugar Bowl. I bet the, the, the Sugar Bowl itself and ESPN, this should be a showcase game. But they're, both these teams are kind of – they expected to go to the playoff and neither one of them achieved their, their dreams. Both of Georgia's offensive tackles, their right and left offensive tackles, are sitting out this game because they're both going to be like first-round draft picks. So their line is very depleted, and that's the biggest strong point of the entire Georgia team. That's how they can run the ball so much and protect Jake Fromm's fraud ass. I like Baylor here. I think even though that they had their sights set on an undefeated season and going to the college football playoff, it's still kind of a win for Baylor. If you would have told them they were in the Sugar Bowl before the season, it's bigger than Georgia saying you're out of the college football playoff. This is very reminiscent of the 15-16 Ole Miss team where they lost a couple close games where they could have been in a bigger bowl game. But then today, Sugar Bowl is the granddaddy of them all if you're from east of the Mississippi. I feel like this is like the Georgia game when they got their ass raced by against uh, Texas yeah, last against year. Texas and last that's year. the reason why I love Baylor here as well. Love them getting the seven in the hook. This could be a game where, honestly, it could come down to the wire. could be an OT game, and that's the reason seven and a half matters a lot here. Love Baylor. Matt Rule is trying to rule, uh, bring something more forward than just a Sugar Bowl win. So I think a Sugar Bowl win will propel what he wants well, going Well, speaking forward. of that uh, Georgia-Texas game, remember when uh, the quarterback for Texas said, we're back? That didn't turn out so well for them. Hey, they're in the holiday bowl, so he's in San Diego. So who's and, and their there? offensive coordinator and defensive coordinator got fired. So Tom Herman's doing a hell of a job over there. So, oh, so I have a couple of thoughts on this game. Well, one – is the fact that I saw on the cheapest tickets available out of all bowl games, number three was the Sugar Bowl for like six dollars. The Sugar Bowl had six dollar tickets. Literally, I mean, I mean, obviously it's. Nosebleed. I paid three hundred dollars for my old Miss. Oh Sugar yeah, bowl no, I mean, obviously it's nosebleeds and like the shittiest ones, but I mean that that is something that concerns me. But I think after last year. Uh, Georgia getting embarrassed. Kirby I, I, might have to like fight. Yeah, that, yeah. He no, doesn't no, want that. No, no. I mean, the stick. It, it is there. There's such a big difference between a team that is that should have been in the playoffs and was not. And and, and I feel like right now it's like Kirby Smart's like, all right, I gotta fucking show them why I'm a fucking big time coach. That's why I'm worth this money. And I I I think Georgia's gonna beat the shit out of them. And so that's I could what I'm going to roll with them. I could definitely see that. And and Baylor's uh, probably already looking ahead to their first game of the season yeah. next year against Ole Miss and Lane Kiffin. So they're probably – Also, also uh, let's give our preseason lines. 
Ole Miss versus Baylor. Ooh, first game of the season next year, Ole Miss versus uh, Baylor in, in Houston. In Houston. Baylor I, minus 13 and a half. No, I, I, I say probably, minus 8 and probably, a half. It's probably no. close. I say 10 and a half. 8 and a half. I think it's going to be double digits. They're playing I'll, the Sugar I, Bowl and Ole Miss was four and eight last year. Why in the hell? I, I'm just gonna say it's gonna be under. It's gonna be eight and a half. I mean, I'll bet on this, but um, I don't think the line. I'll bet it be over double digits. Dog kennel bet. Yeah. All right, dog kennel bet for futures next season, part two of uh, part three. You just weren't here for part one. Season well, three. Well, season three. Season well, three well, of the Picker well, Boys well, Season podcast. one was not even released. We have the tapes though. We have the tapes coming into your uh, Thursday games. On Thursday, January 2nd, the Birmingham Bowl. Woo! Everyone loves the Birmingham Bowl. 3 o'clock on ESPN, number 21, Cincinnati versus Boston College. Cincinnati favored by 7 over under a 55. Boomer, what do you think? I'm going to th- th- throw it over here. Oh, wait. Cincinnati versus Boston College? Yeah. Oh, uh, Jesus. I fucking love Boston College. Woo! Uh, yeah, I love my Boston boys. Um, I'll, I'll take Boston Wait, wait, wait. you love your Boston boys? Oh, uh, shout out Kurt Minahan. Also, uh, uh who, who else? Uh, Goodwill Hunting? You like apples? Oh, yeah, yeah. How do you like the, them apples? All right. Well, you're a fucking fool for taking that. A, uh, Boston College starting running back, A.J. Dillon, their best player, foregoing this game to enter the NFL draft. Also, Boston College head coach, uh, Steve Adazio, Left for Colorado State. How demoralizing Guys being is that? Dudes. How, yeah, the dudes. The dudes That's are out the back door. That's why I like it even more. How demoralizing is it that as a ACC program, your head coach left you to go to Colorado State? That's the most demoralizing thing I could ever imagine. So I'm taking Cincinnati here, giving up seven wait, points. Wait, 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 uh, Bagman. How many uh, love letters do they write him? Probably a million. Oh, Jesus. He was a dude. He was a dude. But all this game. Dude. On this game, if I've ever learned one thing from Boston College Bowl history, if they're not playing a good bowl game, their fans don't travel, their team doesn't give a fuck. Have they ever played in a good bowl game? It would not matter. When Matt Ryan was there, he lost to a terrible Vanderbilt team. Shout out uh, 06 Commodores. Uh, I love Cincinnati here. Their quarterback, his ribs are better. They'll be able to run the ball with the quarterback. BC has not seen that all year. Uh, They'll run them up all all game, and that's what I got. So our last game of this slate, so to give you all a little bit of a foresight here, the last three games of the bowl season, the uh, Idaho Potato Bowl, the Armed Forces Bowl, and the Lending Tree Bowl, as well as the National Championship, we will record a podcast separately after the winner of the college football semifinals gets announced. Once LSU beats Oklahoma and once Ohio State beats Clemson, we'll be back to have another bowl game uh, podcast with those three shitty bowl games as well as the national championship. We'll have another podcast come the new year to release it then. So we're going to end here with the Gator Bowl, Indiana versus Tennessee, our last pick of this podcast on ESPN Thursday night at ESPN 7 o'clock, Indiana versus Tennessee. Tennessee is a one and a half point favorite over under a 49. Let me throw it to our uh, local Tennessee Expert and nine Windiana expert, Boomer. We'll go to Pullman first. This is for my IU fans out there. Big Ten, who's your daddy? No, really, who's your daddy? Yeah, your school's coming up short. All right. 
Jesus. I am all in on the nine win Hoosiers. Tom Allen just signed a new lifetime contract <laughs> to stay in Bloomington. I absolutely love it. Tennessee's a bunch of frauds. They beat a bunch of cowards the rest of this year. Beating Kentucky at Kroger Field is impressive, but other than that, fine, whatever, do what you need. I love IU. Shout out to Corey. Shout out IU. Shout out my Hoosiers. Take it all. We're going to go win the Gator Bowl. Nine win Indiana, baby. Who you got? Who's your daddy? That was the worst song I've heard <laughs> since, like, uh, Feed Moncrief, back when they tried to make that rap song. And I, 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 I'm flabbergasted right now. That was... Jesus, that that was awesome. Honestly. I thought you were trying to exit the podcast with some rap song. Yeah, no, no, no. Yeah, that's worse. That is actually worse than Feed Moncrief. That that is that right. production value is very Jeez, low. Louise. Very low. <laughs> I, I I got I got okay. Well, it's just, Jesus fucking <laughs> Christ. That shit off. This is IU. I I got lost there. All right. <laughs> so the Birmingham Bowl. Tennessee is fired up. This right is the Gator now. Bowl. Gator Bowl. Sorry. Uh, my eyesight uh prevented me from seeing that correctly. No. So so I I think Tennessee is going to beat the living shit out of Indiana. Uh, Tennessee fans, honestly, I will give them respect. I will give them fucking respect. They are they are being like how Ole Miss fans should be. Like in a bad situation, they're seeing the best that's gonna happen. Seeing to you, P. Holt, coward ass moving to moving to Nashville. I I I think Tennessee's gonna beat the fuck out of them. Definitely by one or two touchdowns. Yeah, this is um, everything in my body says to take Tennessee because they're one of the hottest teams in the SEC right now. They've, I think they've covered in like five straight games, um, and they should pack out the Gator Bowl. I'm assuming the P hole will take up at least three or four seats of that entire stadium. But anyway, I'm I'm I can't I I, I haven't bet on them in like five weeks. I've lost every time I bet against them. So I'm gonna keep riding the train here on nine Indiana. I love the song that, 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 that Pullman just played. Nine Indiana is lit. I've heard about the quarry. I'm going to make myself up for a basketball game, not a football game, because I don't like to sit outside in the cold uh, in Nine Indiana. Shout out Assembly Hall. Assembly Hall looks lit, though. So I'm going to ride with Indiana. Tom Allen, maybe, or ex-Ole Miss uh, linebacker coach. Excuse me. I like Indiana wait, here. Wait, he's, hey, a great, hey. he's, a great, he's a great head coach. He's a great all-around coach. I like them to win outright. I'll take them to beat Tennessee and get them back to reality, pull them back from the stratosphere of wherever they think they are. And thank you guys for listening to this bowl season. Uh, I hope you took all our picks week one. We made a ton of money. You'll make more picks. You'll make more money this week as well. Come back for uh, our our college football championship podcast along with the Potato Bowl, the Armed Forces Bowl, and the Lending Tree Bowl that go along with that. We have to... Do some more research because those games are shitty. Also, but we'll it'll wean you off a little bit until the championship game comes through. Also, guys, we just want to thank you. Want, yeah, we we literally just want to say thank you. I mean, without y'all, Pullman would not be able to afford a razor to shave his balls before each podcast, and, and Boomer, would, Boomer wouldn't be able to be afford his like his uh, his, fire his Medicare, his Medicare, his Fire Nice condoms, so that when he 
tries to Magnum, make a chip, he Magnum. can actually feel something. So when he brings Swinford back, he can feel something. But yes, yes, yes. So, <laughs> so we thank you all sincerely for actually listening in. We really appreciate y'all. Y'all, the reason we're here. Without y'all, we wouldn't be here every week giving you our fire picks, our fire takes. Uh, sending it in the stratosphere, winning you money left and right. So we sincerely appreciate you, and uh, we'll be back in another week to give you the college football championship lock. With a potential special announcement as well. Yes, yes, another special announcement, and and maybe some special guest pickers on for the championship game. So tune in next week for the end of the season podcast. We love you. Unlike you other schools, we got history true. When she visits uh, me Oh my, I can't see because the trophy keeps me shining And my optometrist told me not to look Cause I could go blind Even better, I can taste it Follow Tom Green He gon' take us back to greatness Face it, embrace it like it's 76 The little woo